Welcome to the Mindcrack Podcast, episode 109. Welcome to the podcast. This episode of the Minecraft podcast is brought to you by Braintree. If you're working on a mobile app and searching for the right payments API, check out the Braintree V.0 SDK. With one simple integration, you get every way to pay. To learn more and try out a, the sandbox, go to braintreepayments.com slash mindcrack. On the Minecraft podcast today, we have Badge. Yo. We have Coaster. No, we don't have Coaster. We have Good. And we have a special guest, Milvy. Oh, yeah. No one is excited to be on the podcast today. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Okay, we got Milvy and Badge. I'm always excited. That was excited the best, that was the best opening for podcasts in ages. Milvy, what have you been up to, man? I've been sitting around watching Sons of Anarchy all day. All day? <laughs> That's literally How was it? While masturbating. It's really good, actually. I really like it. I didn't think I'd like it. I didn't get. I didn't get into it. I think it's finished now. But like, I just sat there and just watched it all day. And I played Splatoon when I was a squid and a kid. Now, do you like Splatoon? I'm a squid. I'm a kid now. Yeah, man, that's the best song ever. Because <laughs> I know when it first came out, and Pyro was like, "We all gotta play," and everyone was like, "No, we'll play." Yeah, I, I didn't care about it. And then I watched other people play it. You know how like Nintendo said that no one likes to watch people play games because it's boring. I yeah. watched them play it, and I thought it was look fun, so then I bought it. Oh, like, wow, yeah. Yeah. wow. Well, I didn't I know that never happened. Yeah, it actually worked. Nintendo for that happiness or something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, did, did, did you make sure to give Nintendo the cut of your happiness? Uh, mm. Yeah, I did. I uh, gave him about a third of my happiness. <laughs> I'm a third less happy now than when I after I bought Splatoon. Uh, do you plan on? Uh, did you record it? Yeah, I did actually. Oh, good. It was terrible. I got beaten up by Japanese people. <laughs> hey, but at least you got to listen to cool songs the whole time. Eh. Uh, <laughs> the best. It seems to just play the same song nonstop, just like you're a squid, you're a kid, you're a squid, you're a kid. You're. Have you seen that video? It's like ten minutes long of just that over and over again. Oh the... god, I don't want to see that video. I want, I want that in my funeral. Just as I go down, just <laughs> you're a squid, you're a kid, you're a squid. <laughs> <laughs> as your parents toss the first handful of dirt. <laughs> I'm, so I, I died before my parents. Oh, okay. They're gonna they're gonna lower him into paint. <laughs> yeah. And then someone's gonna smash the coffin down with a giant paint roller. And a paint with squids. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe like a squid coffin. Oh, what about that? Like a like a squid shaped coffin. Yeah. Dad B will be there with a paint gun. Why right are they outliving me? I don't understand this. Did you expect me to die? <laughs> yeah, I expect you to die within the year, basically. We know yeah. what's gonna happen. Any minute now, really. Any house. I, drunk, drunk I, I didn't expect you to show up for the podcast. I mean, <laughs> yeah. let's be honest. You, you, you have to die before you change your funeral plans. <laughs> I've changed my funeral plans a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what were your past funeral plans? Uh, I, and why I have you had to change them? Well, well it's just new things happen. I'm like, that looks more exciting, you know. I, I never knew before this that I wanted to die in like a giant squid shaped coffin with you're a squid, you're a kid now, playing, load into a pool of ink and paint. But in a few months, something else will catch his eye and he'll have to yeah. rethink the whole thing. I, I'm, I'm, I have whims. What was it? What, like, what was the past? Uh, in the past, you were like, you know what? My plan is definitely to go down this way. I want to die like Spock. <laughs> I knew. I was waiting for. It. I was waiting for you to say, 
<sighs> well, the Spock spaceship thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I imagine when we were really into space engineers, you just wanted to be shot off into space. It's maybe spot. one of them I can be maybe one of them my my coffin can be carried by sheep into a field. Mm. That's a good idea. Rainbow colored sheep. No, that's mm-hmm. silly. I I, yeah. I I like the rocket coffin idea. I also <laughs> like that the idea of maybe they didn't work out the trajectory is quite right and it just hits an asteroid and the asteroid. Oh, what if it like fires me as a coffin into the earth? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's how they bury your coffin. <laughs> You're like finally I'm buried in space. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they'd like fire me at the earth like a torpedo, and I just, like oh. like a failed bungee jump. And I come in, I just demolish a building, and I'm buried underneath. <laughs> More likely, everyone will just get covered in mildew. Oh, <laughs> not again! Also, a good what? result. <laughs> like explodes once against the atmosphere, and it's just like raining chunks of mildew. Yes, terrible. I imagine just like little puffs of rainbow fur, just like on, like still smoldering. Just Aww. that'd be nice, though. If you're, you're adorable, because <laughs> it's gonna be, be bloody chunks. That sounds like that sounds like <laughs> if someone saw someone explode and there were meaty chunks raining, and then they couldn't handle it. So in their head, it was raining like multicolored, fluffy. It seems into was the uh, Team Fortress Two Pyro view where everything's happy and, and <laughs> right. Co-star, let's t- tell me something about uh, something that's not happy. I want to okay. know about sad things. <laughs> I- I'm here to bring you down with uh, news about changes to Twitch's terms of conduct. Uh, particularly, they have a list of prohibited games. I guess, I'm not sure if the entire list is brand new, but sort of the hot topic related to this was the game Hatred, uh, which I think is what brought it up into the, you know, the, the, the spotlight, uh, where you will just be banned if you play these games on Twitch. And the list includes games such as BMX XXX, Dramatical Murder, <laughs> Second Life entirely is just banned. <laughs> really? Uh, I don't know what you can do in Second Life that's so bad, but there you it go. It is true. Sex is currency oh, in Second Life. I, I've wandered around to Second Life, and I found a, I found a, a, a furry rape dungeon, so I don't, you know, I don't, ah. want, to, I don't want to play that game <laughs> ever again. There's some, I've seen some you, weird You just stuff. lost so many days in there. Yeah, I, I, I just went around. I was, like, adventuring, because you can just go on a mad wonder, and I've seen some weird furry sex dungeons, some BDS there's some weird stuff. In Did it. I ever tell y'all about my escapades in Second Life? Uh, I thought you were going to tell us no. about your fairy sex dungeon. No, my escapades in furry sex dungeons. Oh, man, it's like a great sex story. Escapades. Sexcapades. Okay. In high school, that was like how I hung out with a lot of my friends because we were all over the, the nation. And uh, we had, you know, like a land and a house that we call like, you know, the, the clubhouse or whatever. And we would dress up as... Um, as like things that we liked, so it would have been reality. Aladdin. No, not in reality. In Second Life, right? So we'd spend like a day, like you know, screwing around and creating like Aladdin and Jasmine and Jafar costumes, and like you know, figuring out how to like make primitive stick to your face to look like certain characters and whatnot. Were you? Uh, were you Jasmine? No, I was. I, I I figured out. So what I ended up making was a a bread. So you'd hold this bread, but then so you we were the use, bread. Yeah, I made well. It was it was kind of a little bread, difficult. I had to code some stuff. 
Um, and when you zoomed into first person view, you would take the bread and it would become a gun. And then you could shoot more bread out of the gun. So I made a bread. So Aladdin would run around with this like bread because he stole, you know, in the movie, he stole the bread. Banning this is a crime. It was, it was, anyway, the bread. So what we do is we spend all this time creating all these things. And then we would go to the sex dungeons and stuff and then grief them. And bread. With bread, the bread was actually really smart. So what the bread would do is you couldn't you couldn't res in objects into someone else's um, world because. Wait, wait. So in Second Life, you were literally a Middle Eastern morality police <laughs> group. This okay. The Aladdin thing was like one day. Okay, we did all sorts of stuff. We we dressed up. We did a, like live live remakes of um, what was it? Uh, uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Where we had like the silver snakes and the purple barracudas and and I, and I created the Olmec st- statue with a moving mouth and we would we would like just go to places that were having their own event and then we would we would like in chat spam and then later in voice that I was there when they introduced voice so we do voice to just like play Legends of the Hidden Temple when like some other thing like a sex dungeon was going on but you would just like. Trolls. We're trolls. We're just trolls. Right, right, right. We and so the bread was really cool because you couldn't res in anything into other people's world. The bread would shoot a bullet which had a time to live. Um but I set the time to live to the maximum, so it'd be like it like live for ten minutes. And so when you get when you get like ten people on shooting bread at like ten bread a second. It, it would fill up, like, whenever we'd, we were done with our fun, we'd just start shooting bread until it crashed the server because there were too many prims, um, like, on the server, and it would just crash everything. Too much innuendo game. I remember when, the, the adventure thing, I remember I was playing with my brother, and we found a Stargate on there. Mm-hmm. Someone built Stargate, and we were like, oh, okay. So we started smacking in, you know, like they had the, the buttons, the Chevron things. So we started smacking them, and then it opened up, and we're like, whoa. So we went into it. And it took us to somewhere else, and we kept doing it for ages. We kept jumping, and because there are all these people that put on stargates all over like this Second Life world, and every time you jumped in, wow, my camera's gone really weird. Uh, every time you jump in one, it um, uh, it would take you to somewhere totally different, and uh, that was really fun actually. Yeah, there's some cool the stuff on there, but yeah, definitely sex is currency on Second Life. Anyway, I t- totally took your entire story. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. Cole. I'm sorry. <laughs> When that um, time I watched a trailer for this hatred game, I'd heard about it before. I don't see what the big deal is. It's just like postal without the humor. Yeah. I want to play that joy of sex. That's one of the adult only games. Like, so that's not on the list. You can play that. No, it's no, it is. No, it is. It's on the list. Right. Not awesome. on what I'm looking at. Yeah. Well, they 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 include a list of all adult rated games by ESRB. So that includes Hatred, Fairy Tale of Two, Seduce Me, Manhunt Two, Playboy yeah, the Man. Very into the list. Lula Three like, D, Fahrenheit. Thought that uh, it was like they seem to be going only off of the the ESRB. That's it. Like their their one. It doesn't like Christ it doesn't matter if your country has a different rating for it. They're only going off of that one basically. So mm-hmm. people didn't seem to understand that, and everyone was getting really annoyed. They're like, we can't play any games. Like. Basically anything, and it's only these games, and these games are all shit anyway. Well, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is. Yeah, but you can play that. You just can't play the version with the sex in. Yeah, it said. Yeah, it says the mature version of Grand Theft Auto. And you can play such as mature versions. Indigo Prophecy, just not the director's cut. 
What I don't understand, though, or what I disagree with, is the fact that we already have channels that are or are not marked mature. And yeah. I understand that that's just bullshit because, like, it's a legal protection thing. But if that's bullshit, yeah. then why the fuck are they giving us this ban list, which is just more bullshit? Like, why not just let us decide if we want to play that stuff or not? We've already got the age barrier. Everything's already legally covered. This is just, like, arbitrary. Like, Twitch just doesn't want to be associated with these things. Well, I mean, if they don't want to be, then. It's their site. They can do what they want. There's no, like, legal anything to this at all. It's just... I think they don't want us to play, you know, all-nude cyber from Mac Daddy Entertainment. (laughs) uh, (laughs) It's Amazon, right? I mean, it's it's Amazon not wanting there to be... to, To have something branded as pornography on the site. Well, I don't see Lucius on this list, and Lucius is worse than anything I saw in that hatred trailer. That game, uh, the little you, don't you tell the five-year-old son of Satan. Oh, the dicks! Well, yeah, there's dicks everywhere. You're blowing people's heads up. You're fighting your nanny in the bathroom and electrocuting maybe, her maybe titties. I mean, goddamn. Maybe it like focuses on. I don't know. I, it is a bit confusing. Like, well, that, that's the trouble is that it's somebody has to decide where the line is, and there's a lot of games that have. You know, sex like the whole Witcher series, for example, has a lot yeah. of sex and nudity. Uh, there's the cards you collect that have naked ladies on them. Um, I know a, l- a number of horror games that show dicks prominently. What about Mafia Two? You had to the collectible um, poor, uh, Playboy said defaults. Right. I mean, it's all about sex. I mean, that, that is about sex, right? pornography. And having pornography in something else, you know. I mean, that's what the ESRB is supposed to do. So Twitch is just saying, well, we're not deciding. ESRB is de- has de- is deciding, and whatever they say is adult only, we won't allow. Seems mm-hmm. dumb. But as you say, what is the point in having a mature thing on your site? I I'm think that was more. Fun. That's a good point. I, yeah, I thought that was more like words and that's that's where it starts to get wishy-washy yep yeah but um, well, why so why bother this list of prohibited games is beyond that though i think, I think what it's... you're talking about is the general guideline and then they have a list of specifically things that twitch themselves has said we just don't want these this is our list well, where do you get where that list from because i can't find it in the blog yeah. post here um i'll, Man, I'll skype it to y'all yeah, but I'm 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 where did it's, you find it? In the blog. So you have to go to the TOC and then in the TOC they mention list of prohibited games and then in there they have a link to the the actual list. It's buried it's, down beneath it's it. It's easy to find that. And at Those the bottom of that it says broadcasting any of these games may result in your Twitch account being temporarily suspended. If you see any other user broadcasting any of the following games, please report them using the on-site report function documented here. Oh, I Already see. So, done. yeah, anything that's rated by ESRB as adult-only, and then they're listed, they have come up with on their own. Yeah. Oh, I see. I didn't see that list. Right. Um, those are the ones I've been talking about. Well, but... Okay, I haven't seen that. So, BMX, XXX, Sakura Spirit. I mean, that, that's only six games that they, that, they, that they have added that ESRB did not add. Well, it's BMX, XXX, Sakura... Dramatic murder, dramatical murder, second life, Hoonie Pop, and Cobra Club, and then hatred. Yeah, well, no, those two are on the SRB list. Right? Prophecy and Manhunt Two, uncut. They, yeah, they don't want you to do any version of. 
Right. But those are already on the ESRB list, is what I'm saying. Sure. That's kind of weird that all versions of Fahrenheit, because there's no sex in... No, 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 no. They say director's cut, Milby. All versions mm. of games rated adults. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think this is the first step. I think that Twitch is making sure that their garden is a clean garden and that mm-hmm. that they can't they wouldn't be able to make deals with Xbox or PlayStation or I don't frankly care if they're able to make those deals. I think you should be. If you if, I, if you want an audience outside of who Why is, should we have a to bigger audience, potential audience? I'm Why should we right. have to dial it right back to the smallest, the youngest? Well, Why not. can't we it's have the a, ability? It's just a list of really extreme games that no one plays anyway. I don't no, really no. see what the point because is. Because like, when, when Amazon goes to talk to Samsung to say, we really want there to be, whenever you buy a new Samsung smart TV, there's a Twitch button on the list of available content things. And you click that and you can watch something on Twitch. Samsung is going to say, sure, but we, none of our consumers are going to, like, we're going to get, you know, put through the ringer if there's these super disgusting, you know, games on Twitch. Let's put it another way. Um, Whenever the, the subject of, say, gun control in the U.S. comes up, one of the main arguments is because you've got your freedom and right to do these sort of things. So why is it that that's okay and you you, you got you got your freedom to open carry in the street, but you don't have your freedom to play a game you want? Because you want to get into that. In a minute. I, I know. <laughs> this, is, this isn't even about that. This well, is. I mean, look at what Chad's saying. This is about money. Oh this yes. Is about, this is about viewership and, and everything else. For, for them, it is. I frankly, gun rights about money too. But yeah, sorry, carry well, on. Well, sure. I mean, but the other thing is that this is their garden. It's just it's similar, but it's a whole other argument the whole thing is we're okay with like movies like saw but we're not okay with i don't know oh no no no, no, backwards we're not okay with gory stuff sometimes i don't know it's a mess here yeah Mm -hmm. but what about you know tv itself if you're going to go down that road i mean hbo or cinemax they show stuff that has sex some of it is just pornography you know so on and so on violent stuff and everything else they're on TV. People want HBO. They pay for it separately, perhaps. But I mean, I, I just I don't agree with having to to bend over to this shit. I mean, it's not like they they're not even listing actual pornography games, which is weird. They're well, they are because all those are in the already in the ESRB yeah, list. Well, I mean, like adults only is not. Just like pornography, though there are games that are just porno games. They have no other point but porn. Right, and those probably aren't even know. rated by ESRB, so they're not going to be on the ESRB list. Well, these games, yeah, they're not. Yeah, exactly. They're not even included in the rating system. Right. So we're, we have games that are rated that we can't play. I don't know. I just and just saying that there's shit. Well, that's already covered under uh, like something that was already there, like sexually explicit. Uh, content was already already in the, t- the terms of service. Nudity cannot be the core focus of any game, or modded nudity is disallowed in its entirety. So yeah, that was already was that these are not pornography. So this is a step beyond like banning pornography because I understand that point. They don't want it to be a porn streaming site. So games that are strictly pornography, I understand those not being allowed. 
this goes another step beyond that to where they're venturing into mixed content where there's there's some games that have sex and some you know but it's not the focus of the game like for example again the witcher series when's that going to get on the list who decides when it gets on the list blah 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 i mean you can say well i don't care about these games because they're shit nobody plays them until they put a game on there that you don't think is shit and that you want to play so that's yeah you're just worried that it's a slippery slope well, I think that uh, the comparison here of what Chad was saying about trying to sell something to Samsung and what you're saying about HBO are a little bit different because HBO is a paid service that, like my parents, if I was younger, is paying for to be on my TV versus I'm buying any smart television. Now, Twitch is automatically integrated as well as like with my PlayStation, everything else. So these things are automatically integrated. And I do agree that they, the mature rating on your channel should be enough to police that. So I don't disagree with that. I just think they're a little bit different when you compare – uh, something that's integrated in with all, all smart devices versus uh, a service that you're paying for that you're expecting there to be mature content on. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, sure. I also think that, they, that for whatever reason, even if Twitch put in an extra layer of make sure you verify your age and make sure you do all this stuff, there's just something different about that. Twitch is a consumer product and where HBO and Cinemax have, have come from in the past. And, and, some, and a company like Samsung just knows that difference and for whatever you could say factually like these are exactly the same but they're still going to see those two products as very different um, i mean i expected this to happen to some degree when, when amazon bought it i thought i think everyone kind of did i mean even just even the the way the landscape has changed how twitch presents themselves at conventions and stuff has completely changed there's all this branded advertisement you know integration into amazon at all the twitch booths now um so i think amazon is changing the landscape of twitch to some degree as well I think that what they should have then is an opt-out setting where you can be, so you, you basically you'd have three classes of channels then. You'd have the default channel, you'd have the mature channel, which I think almost all of us have mature channels, and then an opt-out checkbox where you're a mature channel and you opt out of being a part of uh, whatever Twitch doesn't want you to be a part of. Right. So you're saying, I'm going to do what I want and I accept the fact that you're not going to put me on Xbox, PS4, smart TVs, or whatever else that you wouldn't want this type of stuff shown. Right. And let me do what I want. I mean, that's that's a sensible answer, but it's also the expensive answer, isn't it, in terms of someone's going to have to work in a system that... I think at that point, that's where Twitch basically tells you to fuck off, right? right. They, and they're they also still worried about... Whatever. They're worried right. about their reputation. It only takes one mother's group to sue Twitch over that they didn't implement it good enough. And now there's national news that, oh my gosh, you can see all this stuff on Twitch. Oh, it's so easy to get around it. This is subject to that. I mean, people can still stream this stuff temporarily until they get reported. So how is that like? But in this case, they can say we did everything in our power to make sure that this was shut but down. It's not available said, though, on the anywhere on the site. It's not implemented well enough. But they could make the argument it's not available anywhere on the site. We try to police it versus it's available in some sections of the site. And people are, you know, you should really make sure you watch your kids when they're online and make sure they're not lying. Like that's a completely different answer from a company. Yeah, I see your point. I think it's still bullshit, though. I, I agree. I agree. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm all on board. Like, I, I think that. People should be able to do whatever they want, but I see where Twitch is coming from. <sighs> so, Badge, what is up with yeah. some 
Well, people have often complained about Steam not giving uh, refunds for things, and they seem to have done the Steam thing and capitulated and done a goodie. Um, they are now offering refunds on nearly any purchase, they say, um, for Steam, on, on Steam for any reason, provided uh, you have not played more than two hours of a game and it's within two weeks of purchase which is pretty generous. Um, they've gone through a pretty clear list as well of, of what does what is included. Um, and they've got a little section called abuse, saying refunds are designed to remove the risk from purchasing titles of Steam, not a way to get free games. Um, they do not consider it abuse to request a refund on a title that was purchased just before a sale and then immediately rebuy that title for the sale price, which oh. is... Really good move, I think. Ooh. I think the best one here is uh, refunds on pre-purchase titles. So, for instance, I know that probably myself and Co. both would have got a refund on Alien Colonial Marines. I don't, know, mm. I, don't, I don't know if you pre-bought that. I did. I played more than two hours, though. So, Oh, right. right. I did I, not. I, bought it. I knew it was going to be shit, and then I, I played that, I knew it was was that before be release, though? The whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought it before release, and then I played about 30 minutes of it and stopped. Well, what, how does that work? Is it two weeks from when the game is released? Um, yes, there's early access. Yeah, yeah, from whenever the game okay, is released. It's, it's like two weeks after I pre-ordered. I don't know if I'm going to cancel yeah, it or not. The right. standard 14-day, two-hour refund period well, also applies starting on the game's release date. That's huge. That makes pre-orders viable again because yeah. the, the problem with them has been you know all this bullshit hype from companies, and then the game comes out, and we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, I yeah, think that's the best part. Bonuses you get. Fucking Shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, now you can still do that, but then refund it if it turns out to be a pile of ass. Is right. this like a, is this like an answer to the whole this wave of tidal wave of bullshit that's coming in through um, Greenlight and you know like the like the people like um, selling all these like uh, you know the like Unity reboxed Unity games and uh, and trying to make quick money off of it and people are, like buying them. And they're like, you know what, this well, is actually a terrible game. I want my money back. There's supposed to be some sort of system in the green light system that stops crappy games like that coming no. through, isn't there? But no. I mean, well, it's, it's supposed it's to be. It's, that's something that people complained about whenever the whole paid mod things came out. I was like, you didn't get green light right. You fucked that all up. Mm. Like, these are getting green lit left and right. Like, basically, you can make a shitty game and get enough people to vote for it, even if it's still a shitty game. You, 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 it's kind of like a, a Dead Island. You know, you show, it, you show it in the right way, and people will think it's something great. You know, Dead Island had that wonderful yeah, trailer. Really good and, game. And <laughs> it's like, oh, I can't wait to play this game based on this trailer. And you can do the same thing with a green light. It's a little bit more difficult, of course, but... You have a game. You show the good-looking part, so it gets greenlit, and now it's in. Now it's in early access. You can buy it. I've been watching. Have you watched? Uh, have you seen Jimquisition? Hmm. He's this uh, YouTube channel. No, he's been. Um, he's like. He's kind of like Tobeski. He's one of those people who's like really like going against all these crappy tidal wave of games appearing on Steam, and um, uh, he's been going on about all these. There's like this wave of games popping up on Steam that are actually got through on Greenlight. And literally, people have bought like Unity assets, and then just sold them as a game. <laughs> and, and people doing it. There's like free games that are the exact same with different names by the same person. <laughs> wow! Uh, they've all gone up and they just like repackage Unity games. And I went like stuff like this would be useful for that. You buy these games, you're like, oh, this is terrible. So, like that was a way of stopping these people from getting like money, uh, yeah. throwing up a Unity 
game that they just bought a package from and then getting easy money off of it, which is what they're doing. Yeah, that's going to screw screw them up entirely. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, the best thing is the pre-purchase thing. I hope that that changes the landscape of these AAA titles coming out and then being triple B. I don't know. <laughs> <That's really> Bad. <laughs> triple triple BS. Yes. I mean, yeah. All all accounts. It sounds like this is great. Just absolutely great. Um, Speaking of games that you could play and you could pay money for, remember that game Wildstar we all played for like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it, like it's yeah. free to play now, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's uh, they're they they're going free to play with it. Um, it's funny because uh, Tony, the 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 marketing guy, I saw him at the Twitch party at the last PAX, and he's like, "Hey man, why don't you play Wildstar anymore?" And I'm like, "Hey man, I ain't paying monthly for a game anymore." And uh, he's <laughs> like, "Oh, you know, I'll cook you up with some time. Let me know." And nobody's got time for an MMO for the for one thing, but uh, I think. I think that, uh, and, and you know, WoW just announced that uh, you can now pay for game time with gold and give it to your friends too. So you can use in-game gold yeah, to buy your friends awesome. game time. Um, wow. So I think all these MMOs are going to some kind of model that's not necessarily pay monthly to play their game. Was it, um, was it Eve that started that pay of in-game? Um, <sighs> yeah. Because like, yeah. Yeah, I think you could do that in Wildstar too. It was called like creds or something. Yeah, I like I like that you I like you can do that. The more you play it, basically, if you're like really dedicated and you put all your time into it, you can basically just play for the game by playing it. What we used to do, not though, right? I mean, they're they're shifting. They still have to pay for the server, so they're just shifting their the uh, cost somewhere else. Like it's just like you should. It's free to play. You're just being told that it's something else. But really, the people who are paying for the game are the people who buy all the pets and all the outfits. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah, they have some kind of benefactor thing in Wildstar I saw where you can still pay the money if you so desire. Yeah, a lot of them have like an optional thing and you get like a pretty dress or whatever. Right, right. We love you, Blizzard. Here's $15. A battle dress (laughs) of winning. Uh, We used to, whenever we played uh, WoW, our guild had tons and tons of gold, so I would buy game cards with gold in-game from people that worked places that they probably stole them from. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't ask where the game cards themselves came from, but we, everyone in my guild, we used to buy tons of game cards with using in-game gold. So <laughs> kind of the same thing, but it wasn't. Did you have like, a sweatshop of Chinese gold farmers. In- <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Uh, pay them in in game cards and then uh, the whole cycle <laughs> continues yeah yeah sustain many, yourself lots of gold you'll get a shiny game card <laughs> uh, so you can get me more gold <laughs> man you you were almost on the verge of like using in game gold to buy yourself real groceries <laughs> uh, hey man i had a friend that would buy pot with in game gold I shit you not. His See? drug dealer was that addicted to WoW <laughs> that he could he could get pot with gold. And that's they never he never used real money. He just used gold. Pot for gold. Like yeah, it was, See, it was. It was. It was. This is the future, man. It was so a pot of gold, really. This is so great. Instead of using the the time you spent, the gold you've earned to pay to play more 
Warcraft. They should really come up with some system where they, these people that never leave home can buy groceries and sent to their yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, like in-game. You know, during 1 April Fool's, they, they announced <laughs> that you could like, buy pizza from inside the game. Right, um, right. I thought that was real. I thought you could do that. I don't think so. I think that was just an April Fool's thing, wasn't I it? I swear that, that you no. would do slash pizza, and it would uh, it used... I thought it was Pizza Hut. And so it's just these dreams collapsing around it. I, uh, yeah, I, don't, I never like, looked it up. I really thought that you could that that was a real thing. There was a uh, there was a Bash script that somebody had made where in in Linux where you could do a, a console <laughs> command to order a pizza from Pizza Hut. Well, there's there's so. a now the thing from Domino's where you can you can tweet at Domino's the pizza emoji, and they'll ship you pizza. And you go to Domino's on the site and you tell it, you, you, uh, beforehand, you say, like, this is my default pizza and my default address. And you can do that. And for <laughs> different. If you accidentally do it. I then you, you accidentally just ordered a pizza. <laughs> it's okay. That you, you, you can get a refund if you only uh, ate two slices or you haven't had it for two weeks. <laughs> for two weeks. <laughs> you have two weeks. Like, I want to send it back now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Misorder. I was mold. I didn't know. Can I do that with pre-ordered pizza too? <laughs> I really hope so. Um, <laughs> so, are you guys hyped about Fallout? I, uh, I guess I didn't really like New Vegas, so I kind of got lost interest after that. But. Have we got a release date yet? No, uh, yeah. we did get a trailer though, and we know that Bethesda is having their own conference their own keynote during e3 which they've never done before i think they'll just talk about this and uh, the scrolls online loads yeah no i know i know everybody wants it to come soon but i'm hoping it's going to be a little bit of a while yet because i've got gta 5 to keep playing i've got witcher 3 to finish (laughs) (laughs) i don't want another big long game so bad doesn't get overwhelmed yeah i'm busy all right guys there was a christmas like two years ago that i got so many games i felt that way i was like stop it with the good games it was like the same time fable 2 came out and anyway that that wasn't hold on forget which one I'm trying to watch the Fallout 4 trailer here. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, um, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, no, I, that whole, like, I, I hope it comes out soon because I hate that whole, like, year-long hype thing. It drives me nuts. Yeah. yeah like, weird. XCOM 2 got announced recently, and it's coming out in November, and it just came out of nowhere. And I was like, hey, they just, that's going to be amazing. They just delayed done? the district again. Oh, that game, that game doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> that game doesn't exist. It's like, it's like The Last Guardian. That game's never going to come out either. Yeah. No, halfway through. Um, I feel so little hype these days for most things. I think maybe I would get kind of hyped up about Elder Scrolls Six if that yeah. happens. I didn't really play Fallout. I, I think it's probably good. But for me, Fallout was like sci-fi oblivion. It was the same engine... Yeah. yeah, no, it, it was good. I I yeah. I, I, I like. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, I assume this is going to be sci-fi Skyrim. It's probably going to be the same engine, right? And, yeah. Well, that's what they so do. Doing well. them, staggering them along. <laughs> no, they they build the engine for Skyrim, and they they release Skyrim, and then they build a few things on that engine, and then they rebuild yeah. it for the next Skyrim. Given the all the mods that's going on in Skyrim and how it looks absolutely spectacular at the moment, do you think they're going to bring that back into the Fallout? I hope so. Uh, Fallout was just as moddable as... Like, yeah, but they start with a high level of sexiness. Mm-hmm. Because it seems, that, it seems that Skyrim started looking quite good and it is now this photorealistic 
sex beast. I'm just wondering if they're going to do the same and start at a higher level. I, I think that if it uses the same engine, you'll probably see a lot of the same stuff. Like that didn't really happen with a Oblivion. I mean, well, it did. There was some there was some visual enhancement mods on Oblivion, but nothing like Skyrim. I mean, Skyrim no. people just went fucking ham. Uh, so if if it's hey, the same, bony. I th- I think I think Fallout Four will be on a different engine from Skyrim. Really? Because that, that was made from last generation. I think they probably have made a new. It is crazy how long Skyrim has been out. Like I think they'll. Hmm. I think I think it would be weird if they hadn't made a new engine by now. But well, like, it would, it's probably like a rolling. Yeah, I do, I feel like because it feels like each time there's like a new numbered one, it's on a new engine. How long has it been? I'm looking that up. Skyrim, November 2011. Oh, wow. No, it's, I think that's recent enough. I mean, it's not enough time to do an entirely new engine. It's four Um, years. Like, that's a new computer. It takes five (laughs) or six years or longer to to develop a modern AAA game. Yeah. Especially one with a story. I imagine that Chad uses computers as a measurement of time now. No, I I do. That was about, yeah. This computer is getting way older than any computer I've ever had before. And so, so is I'm it like, like two computers? It's throwing oh. off my game because I'm like, this computer's four years old. Normally, I'm like Chet, two and a half for a computer. Chad, how old are you? Oh, man. So does that mean the measurement of time <laughs> itself is changed? You have to get a new tape measurer? I know. It's really throwing me off. Chad, how are you how old that, am I? I'm computer. four computers old. Are you saying that your computer isn't on fleek? It is not on fleek right now. I don't know if that's but, exactly how you would describe a computer. But we have we have non-standard <laughs> computers as well because your 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 computer is not the same as Goode's computer, right? So well, the thing is, the thing that threw well, me off you, is you buy them, the, uh, you use them for ages, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I think I think this would be like Elder Scrolls five point five essentially. Try where this game's going to fall. So they're on their way to six. Fallout 4 is happening along the way on a better and, you know, slightly better, incrementally better engine. From the trailer, the graphics looked really nice and yeah, smooth, great. Um, which I'm happy because one thing that I hated about, like, I, I just basically really hated that old engine where it's like you talk to someone, awkward zoom, you know, look at well, the, that's, that's the Oblivion. Yeah, yeah, I, I love I loved that. It was so Oh, God, weird. I hated that. I hated the awkwardness so is great. Weird. Their head, like, does that weird... And then he goes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Death Eyes, like, oh, bye, bye, bye. Like, yeah. Skyrim fixed like, that. They did that Skyrim. thing when it's yeah. like, you've, it, you've, like, in films, they're like, you've taken drugs and they think this is the world, like, it's like that. You're like, <laughs> the dolly cam thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. God forbid they were like leaning down and they had to talk to you. Otherwise, like, <laughs> like, <No. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, completely broken. Um, yeah, so, uh, I'm really lo- I love the past Fallout um uh Fallout 3. I never I agree I didn't get into New Vegas. It was a little bit the engine was a little bit too old at like that a, point. It really like barren desert basically. Yeah. What's funny is that people often talk about how awesome New Vegas is. It's like it, a lot a lot of people that are into it find it to be better than Fallout 3. Yeah, I I didn't get I love freaks. I got really into just wandering around and I got lost in this whole thing. And then the music, I got really into that style of music. Like, and then New Vegas, I was like, this feels like Fallout 3, but not as good. Yeah, I I didn't get any replay out of it. I I enjoyed playing it, but I didn't. It was too big. I didn't want to go back and do it again. I know there's lots of people. Also, the story for New Vegas wasn't as good. Yeah, 
I'm I'm really excited because it looks like there's elements of New Vegas with kind of the sprawling cities, and there's ele- you know elements of uh, of just Fallout Three. Um, you're you're in the setting of Boston now, which mm-hmm. kind of keeps that sort of uh, DC feel to me. That sort of New England like you're still going to be you know woohoo, patriotism you know which is a big staple of Fallout. Um, and uh, there's a whole bunch of different locations that they showed off in the trailer, like uh, this Massachusetts State House or the Paul Revere statue or Fenway Park. And it looks really, I'm oh, so excited about it. I, I really want to play it. It reminds me of Mad Max half the time. I never played Mad so, Max. No, 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 the films. Oh. Mad Max. They, they, obviously, they took loads of inspiration for Fallout from Mad Max. Mm-hmm. I feel like thing. Mad Max is such a. I feel like people remember it differently than it actually is. Because I went, I watched the whole Mad Max movie franchise at one point. It starts off almost like a cop show, in a way, and then the next one is like jarringly different. Like it's a post-apocalypse now, and it's still remember. sort of. You don't remember that? I don't remember the first one. Yeah, I don't remember the yeah, part the about first the one cops like, now. There's, like there, there, it's not post-apocalyptic really. It's like there's well, regular looking towns and stuff and they're just driving they around in cars. Like it like that I feel like that theme has inspired a lot of things since yeah, then. Like yeah. that whole mm. like, like lands and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, know, how, go ahead. No, I was gonna have to watch them back. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't good. I haven't watched the whole series and I saw the trailers and it looks good, but do that and also watch Death Race two thousand. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so campy now, though. It's a classic. How do you guys feel about the dog? The yeah, dog in that. Fallout 4. I love, I love the dog from Fallout 3. Oh, you're talking about Fallout again. Yeah. I was like, what dog? <laughs> Sorry, back to Fallout. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm just, this is important to people that care about things like Fallout. <laughs> care about things. <laughs> there, was a, there was a dog in Mad Max, wasn't there? Was there? Yeah, there in this. Yeah. I, I think in the second movie again. Yeah, like him and the, it's like him and the dog. It's like in this in this barren place, and that always like I would. That's always. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's the car, the man, the yeah. dog. Yeah. I, I'm surprised, like looking at the trailer, how raw the trailer actually looks, and I can see Skyrim in this. It's definitely there. There's a certain clearly yeah, in about it. It's very yeah, yeah. Trailer. It's not like a pretty. Which is good. Yeah, yeah, it is a, good. Yeah. Right. Okay, Milby. Okay, you I know what is in Fallout? Robots. Well, that's true. Well, no, there are actually robots. Yeah. Is this a segue? I'm hearing. This is the oh, best yeah, yeah. segue okay, yeah. ever. So this, this, uh, yeah, this is something I found. It's nothing to do with games at all, but I read it on Twitter and I was like really interested in it. And it's like there's this hotel open in Japan, which is going to be staffed by ten robots and just two people. It's going to be almost entirely staffed <laughs> by robots. That's awesome. And like human like, if you look down on the page, there's a picture of one of them which looks terrifying. Like, I don't want them to look like that. I'd rather they just look like robots. It's this weird, creepy human face like thing going on. Uh, yeah. Do but, um, this is in Japan, right? Yeah, yeah. But it made me think about like the whole, <clears throat> like the whole idea of, you know, robots being integrated into like society in the future and like re- replacing like jobs and stuff like that, which I've always thought. Like, um, I always thought the first jobs to really get demolished by like robotic workforces would be stack sh- the stock shelf 
investors in places like uh, you know, like um, like Amazon, like those big warehouses, like that. Yeah. Work and those will be like the best people to get replaced by like robots and stuff like that. I have news for you; they already have. Yeah, there's oh. uh, there's these robots. They they look like little. They don't even really look like robots. They just look are like they, small things that roll around. Are there any and, people in there? Are they just the robots. Just yeah, there are people. Yeah. There's one person. Is there? I didn't know that. Well, one one person can manage all of like bringing the packages out. These little robots go scooting underneath all the shelves, and all the shelves are. They're square but tall. And the thing, it'll go underneath that shelf, spin around, and this little jack comes out of the middle of it, picks the shelf, shelf up off the ground, and then it drives back to the front with the uh, packages. So, I love, this is so cool. And what yeah. they do is they queue up in front of the like one person. And yeah. then not only that, but once, <laughs> yeah, they wait in line. And then when they get up to the person, uh, there's a little laser above them and the laser goes like around which bin the person needs to go in and grab uh there's another system that i saw that instead of having like lots of shelves it's all just it's like a honeycomb of boxes down and little robots will roll over go down pick up a box set it to the side pick up a box set it to the side pick up the box that it needs and then roll over and it's like there's no, there's no hallways. The only way to get to anything is with robots. Yeah. There's just like thousands of people that are starving and homeless because of this. It's fucking cool. Yeah. I love it. I, like, I was thinking, like, would you, would you want to <laughs> stay in a hotel where like, everyone was a robot? You're getting served by like, robot. But apparently they come in and clean your room when you're out and stuff. <laughs> robots do? Yeah. That's great. There's only two people on site, and the, I, I guess that's in case one of the robots goes on a killing spree. Clean up after the robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're the cleanup robots to clean up. They're there to like, I don't know, shoot them down. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's really cool, but we're gonna have a weird like unpleasantness period from the trans like during the transition. So well, like along the way, everybody's losing their jobs, and then yeah, the end, at the end of the line, nobody needs jobs. We'll go into this weird period of like do sex, where everyone will start getting like <laughs> still start getting augmented. Like oh, I got to keep up with the robot workforce. I'll uh, get robot arms. That's, uh, <laughs> right, right. Going and then and they'll be all like be disastrous. I'm going into a world of my own there. But um, well, eventually we should arrive at nobody having to do any jobs at all. We just kick back and we just Star Trek universe. We're consumers only. <laughs> do you want do you nothing like the else? Whole- the human-looking robots, like, do you think the whole weird fate? Do you think they need that? I, I, I feel like. Yeah. Just, See, that's what I was wondering. I is... want a robot to be fun. It's a robot for fuck's sake. It doesn't have to have a human face. It could have a, a screen face that makes cool little emojis. What about, what about sex robots? <laughs> right. <laughs> what about them? You want them to look like people, don't you? Well, sex robots. <laughs> Why not? Huh? They just be like a vagina or like a penis. <laughs> A giant <laughs> vagina. Hello, I am here to serve you. I wanted to have a really bad accent. Like whoever coded it did not get like the United States, you know, accent. It's like, hello, I ready to pleasure. <laughs> what accent is that? <laughs> <laughs> hello, you ready to partner? <laughs> yeah. I want to party with you. <laughs> I, I think we got like a lot of those ideas out of order, actually. Like when people used to think of robots doing stuff. We thought that like them having intelligence and personalities would be so much sooner than it's ever going oh, to be, yeah. if it ever even happens. Or like like with sex robots, I think that by the time we get to the point where we, I mean, we kind of have things that people can have sex with now, so we don't really even need sex robots for one thing. 
wouldn't yeah i got a wife <laughs> he brings me food sometimes. Well, I don't have a wife, good. Okay. Well, I know, but uh, I, I John, I, I so said we have things that we can have sex Unless, with already. I'm just giving examples. Chad Unless needs you sex She even met another human sex. with her. Are you saying you can have sex with that? What? No, no, I'm not. Okay, <laughs> we're just gonna. We'll, okay, good's on his own. No, um, Chad is on his own. Uh, why'd you bring I, this up, good? This is disgusting. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I, I think that like the technology to do something like like what Demolition Man had makes a lot more sense and oh, is do you mean already hologram. Yeah, it just it just puts it in your brain. You don't have to have sex with anything. No, 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 no you just, you just sit down. You like have like a weird seat. <laughs> like, right, 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 right. It just it just tickles your brain. Or maybe we just have like an orgasm pill and just you know there you go. I really I want feel, the I Matrix now. Like I don't want. I don't think that hologram rooms are ever going to happen. I, but I do want some way to plug in, and then all the brain stuff is computer, like computer brain mesh. Now everything I, with the computer can like input thoughts or whatever. Going to turn into the people from Wally, aren't we? What's that? What's that anime where they? Yeah, we are going to turn the people from Wally. I mean, humans yeah. are the only fucking people, the yeah. only species that. on this planet, living thing that is born and like a deer is born and it stands the fuck up and it knows what the fuck to do right it gets on with its life immediately humans i am stuck with my daughter for 18 years tell me <laughs> there's nothing else like that on this planet you know what i'm saying like stands up by then. an insect is born and it knows what its purpose is on this planet you know what i'm saying a fly's only got a fruit fly's got a date and it's got to work all that shit out in one day it's got to find something to have sex with like co says in one day yeah but that's all their brain has. That's why. So right. But what I'm saying is, want to do pretty much instantly. But it's never gonna know anything else for the rest of its life, man. That's why we're like this. I know, but what I'm saying is, what we're going towards is just more of more nothing. Like the more robots we make, at least we got something to do now. Like we'll, we'll find new things. Robots today. everywhere. Right. You we'll, never know we'll what they'll be to do in the else. future. Like, yeah. we'll have, all the things that we don't want to do will be given to robots, and there'll be whole other things we're like, well, we couldn't do those, but now we can. And we've what? got all the foreign shit. Science. We'll, we'll, become, we'll become those Science. blob overlords from, <laughs> yeah, from yeah, uh, Half-Life 2. We just yeah, we just become like <laughs> consumer blobs. We don't have to do anything, so we just do nothing or do whatever we want. Where do we get uh, the thing that we use for money? Like whatever no, that. I, I still we won't need money. We, so, we have but, yeah, okay. But you're for us. I mean, so who's being paid to make the products? Right, but you're saying that what's your in the in this utopian world that you're imagining? There's no. People don't have okay. privilege anymore, and you're telling me that everyone's right. going to drop their privilege? Then... Well, that, that's why I'm saying that there would be this awkward transition phase. I mean, that's yeah. one possible outcome. Is or, there not? A or a giant corporation could control all the robots and make us all slaves to them and their weird robot empire that they and make. And they'll be the rebels no, who fight the robots. They'll turn to Terminator. And basically yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, but in, a, in a happy possibility, robots do everything for us. We don't have to do anything anymore, and then we can like focus on cool shit. Like, hey, let's like just... Send robots to all these planets and terraform them or something. Yeah, let's go to space. Let's, let's travel around yeah. space. And Just kick back. I don't think it'll be that easy. But I mean, I think that, that what will happen is robots will bring a lot of consumer goods that we take for granted today and bring that cost down to nothing. And and you see that. The price is free for a lot of things. And so, there, you know, the the... I feel like the standard of living for a lot of people in poverty will still go up, and we see that throughout all of um, human history. That you know, the lowest you know 
part of the civilization continues to get better and better um, because the whole pie is growing. But I still think there's going to be an elite. Like, I still think that there's going to be someone who owns a lot of that. And well, it's going to be a lot of yeah. suffering along the way, too, because those people who are being replaced by robots, there's going to come a time, and probably actually pretty soon, where the majority of jobs that people are capable of doing today are going to be like, completely uh, replaced. Like, especially the manual. But I think that's a good thing, because what happens... That shit's all going to go away, by the way. Like, what, in the next send some robots to Qatar right now? You know, you know, um, you know you've got the... You know, they've got the, the self-driving cars more and more. And they yeah, that's now. happening. Cars can, like, park themselves now. Within a decade, yeah. we're going to have, like, Taxi it's going to become a common thing. Taxi driver's not going to be a thing. Yeah. yeah. It's going to yeah. be like, I like. Owning you know, your car uh, isn't going to become a thing. What you're going to well, instead no, do is buy miles like you buy you minutes know, you know, on a know, cell phone. You know, you know that's really going to ruin the Grand Theft Auto, Auto franchise. Have, have you seen Have you seen the sixth day, the Arnie film? Yeah. You know, oh, the car driving ago. thing they have in that where it like drives itself until it gets to a point where you yeah. need to take over because it can't navigate. I think that's what we'll be at at some point. Soon, you know, that, yeah, that's very what, soon. I don't know, like fully automated, like fucking um, iRobot, where they're all running on weird sideways. Well, that's that's the, the first iteration. I mean, the already existing ones are just cars that also have um, automatic driving. Right. So yeah, you autopilot. drive them yourself, but they can also be satellite driven. And, you know, I don't know if there'll be a future where they're 100% non drivable, but maybe. That's what well, Google's like trying Google to make. Car. Yeah, the Google car's driven 1.7 million miles in California now. It's had 11 accidents, and all those were caused by a human. It's got no one in it. Right. Car. Yeah, well, but, it's got it's but, got it's got an engineer sitting in the yeah. passenger seat. But what I meant is that someone that must be a scary car, right? But, huh? but the the one that they're building, What'd the you, prototype, it does not have a steering wheel. It has nothing. Yeah, it has seats, and that's it. I think that's a little extreme. I mean, like, why not just have that? Yeah, I think having the back of having a wheel, like not having wheels, that's less like, okay, so I'm putting all my faith in this, yeah. <laughs> in the robot. But again, for, for anybody who's who's used Google Maps to get somewhere and then you find yourself at the end of a road, there's like nothing there. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> the robot's just like keeps going. You're like, oh, this isn't going to stop. Yeah, I don't have much. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to bail in the middle of it drives off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a lot of confidence in it being awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think generally it would be kick-ass. Yeah. Here's what I, I think I, is that a lot of the the a lot of the jobs that are physical jobs, that are labor jobs, will be replaced by robots. Yeah. And all those people will have to get brain power jobs, creative jobs, or science jobs. The I know what you're thinking. It's not going to happen. They're the going to have to no, age no. out. The real cataclysm, that, uh, cataclysm that's coming is when the office jobs are replaced. Yeah, Because if you think about it, that stuff is not that much more advanced than people like working in a factory. You go into a cubicle and you type some fucking finance numbers into a thing. That's all going to be automated in the next couple of decades. What are all those people going to do? That's the, the majority new, of people here. It was white collar uh, office. Yeah, the new, the new low level job at that point will be the engineer of the robots. Yeah. It'll be like, startup like, founders. Like yeah. also like fast not food be places, like many jobs of that. Like a lot of the jobs in fast food places are being automated at this point too. Like uh, automated kiosks and stuff like that. You don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like uh, supermarkets, you got the self-service things and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you need one person around because the half time they are, they don't recognize because yeah, they're bloody useless. It's better to press a button, but um, like I yeah, like I think, shop, in the area. I think shop people will will be gone. I mean, like even like if you, I mean. 
even the fast food places now they have robots filling up the drinks because you don't want yeah. to give someone that responsibility. The drinks are just automatically there, waiting for them to hand them out the window and stuff. Soon enough that it automatically handed out the window. Won't be someone there to hand it out the window. You know, I love, I love this stuff. It's so I'm thinking about this, and I think that what's what's really scary is I'm kind of realizing that if this happens as quickly as it, as it seems like it's going to, where in the next like 30 years or so, uh, it's, there's a good chance that like a huge percentage of the the jobs that are currently done today are going to be gone without being replaced by anything else. But the status quo is still going to be there because right. it happened so fast. So what you're going to have is Walmart's still going to be around, but instead of having any employees, which is like, I don't know what, like 50% of America, um, it's all going to be robots suddenly, but they're still going to reap the benefits of being Walmart. Right. Right. 60, uh, what was that percentage? I think it was 60%. It's a huge percentage is all logistics. And logistics is the fastest in of being the fast thing being innovated right now. So oh we're like God. we're talking about uh, all the you know all the transportation, the the eighteen wheelers, all that stuff. That all that stuff is what is is everyone's working on automating the self right. driving. You know, like um, logistics Amazon, inside a warehouse. The logistics the is the thing. biggest employment there is right now, and that's also the easiest thing to automate. Oh boy! So, yeah. <laughs> so this is coming then, maybe even sooner than. Right. It really is. Like, so, so like my, mom, is my mom still works. I don't know why, but she does. And she makes headlights for cars. And uh, she's, a, she's a manager on a, on a line. And in the last three years, they've gone from this huge factory to two lines doing – and they're producing more headlights than they ever were. But it, most of it's been automated. Just smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller. Right. right. Yikes. Yeah, I'm. I'm imagining if the if the self driving car thing happens, like well, you know, from driving just from North California to South California, so many semi trucks, so many semi trucks. That's like how everything gets moved around in that, America. That's half a truck, right? Semi truck. It's a, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't even know why semi is it the prefix of semi truck. Anyway, um, yeah, all those jobs gone. Wow. Actually, we shouldn't even really be doing semi semi trucks anyhow. Like the real replacement for semi trucks would be high speed trains. Yeah, That's yeah, but we, we don't have the infrastructure for that in North America at all right because now. We like, just because we don't want to. Yeah, but we don't. Well, yeah. problem, you've got an infrastructure problem at the moment, haven't you? Because that, uh, that fact, you do have yeah, yeah. We our infrastructure is actually collapsing here. <laughs> Nobody cares. Spend I don't know if I was on TV or if I was talking to someone the other day, but they were talking about semi trucks and they were like, "You're going down the road and you see two trucks pass each other, both carrying logs." Like, was that you, Co? I think I said that last podcast, but that's actually a Brian Regan joke. Okay, <laughs> we got logs. logs over there. Why did you just leave them there? You, you were you taking those logs? That's a good point. Good point. Um, let's thank the sponsor for this episode, Braintree. This episode of the Minecraft Prod Podcast is brought to you by Braintree. Code for easy. <laughs> Hooray, Braintree. Uh, code for easy online payments. If you're building a mobile app and searching for a simple payment solution, check out Braintree. The Braintree V.0 SDK makes it easy to offer multiple mobile payment types. Start accepting PayPal, Apple Pay, Bitcoin, Venmo, credit cards, and more, all with one single simple integration. Uh, Braintree code supports Android, iOS, and JavaScript clients. The SDK is in seven languages, .NET, Node.js, JavaScript, Perl, PHP, Python, and Ruby. 
the code is very elegant and has very clear documentation. One of the things I love is if you want to add the code to your app, it is 10 lines of in-app code. Just 10 lines that you add and then you are up and running with Braintree. To learn more and for your first $50,000 in transaction fee free payments, go to braintreepayments.com slash mindcrack. That's braintreepayments.com slash mindcrack. And we thank Braintree so much for their support of the Mindcrack podcast. Thanks, Braintree. Mm. I, feel like I should have been wearing a tie for that part. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Business time. Thank you uh, so much. Uh, moving on to Ask Crack. Asking. So apparently Lady Gaga, big fan of Seth Bling, apparently, mm. uh, has wants to know. Um, I was wondering what your first car was and still is, or still is. Chad, so young. <laughs> and Ooh. if you think that the first car should be cheap, safe, or a mix between both. Thanks, Minecraft for life. Um, I had a... Milby, how old are you? Five. I don't have a car. I can't afford one. Milby's <laughs> younger than me. Well, they didn't know Milby was going to be here. They knew oh. you were going to be here. Okay, that's true. Mm-hmm. I had a Mercury Tracer. was actually my first car. It was because it was my dad's. And uh, he died so I could have it. Oh, he's, a, he's a hero of a man. Cool mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Cool guy. Wow. I'd like to think <laughs> that there was some epic m- moment in like an action movie. <laughs> have the car! He, he left out. Who jumped in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. Huh. That's what uh, we do in my family. Whenever it's my time to go, I'll, I'll give my daughter my beetle that way. There's a there's a pedlo car. Luckily, like you have two cars, pedlo. so uh, <laughs> I, I just a buy a second car in that situation. Like, <laughs> I love I love my pedal car. That was great. That was my first car. Like the Flintstones. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's like, like a Hot Wheel. It was like no, it was like red, blue, and yellow, and that was and you and you you'd pedal it, and that was it was like a car. Nice. Have you ever had a car, really? I can't. No, I I can't afford one. You ever had a Power Wheels? Power Wheels. I had a scooter. Power. <laughs> Shit, man. There's a Power Wheels like a like a pedal car, but with a battery battery powered one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're they're like real cars, but for kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And made of plastic and tech. You're right. My first car was a. Citroen Diane 6, which is basically a funky TCV, um, which my dad bought off his mate for 50 quid, uh, and it had one working cylinder uh, and digital brakes on one side and no brakes on the other. So basically the brakes are either on or off. You put your foot down, it just went off to the side. Uh, and it was a lethal death trap, and I drove that for one day and then thought, fuck this, and got rid of it. How much is 50 quid? Uh, $75. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow! Yeah, it was it was a quality car. <laughs> quality. That literally, that wow. That's probably it's probably uh, cheaper than the pedal of car. <laughs> <laughs> the the car that I learned to drive on that actually wasn't mine was my father had a humongous excursion van. Do you know what that is? It's a it's a so van fun. where the top has been replaced by like two and a half foot of more van. Oh. High, high top. It's a high top van, and and uh, it, it was it was humongous. I mean, it really felt like I was driving a semi truck, half of a truck, obviously. Uh, every single time I drove that, like humongous turning radius, like it would not move when you would, like hit the gas. Um, so I learned on that. But then my first car was a Honda Civic stick shift, 
And um, I remember getting that and then having to learn how to drive a stick. <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. Uh, Way to drive, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I've actually, I'm on my third car now. That car I totaled. And then the second car that I got um, after the insurance paid for the car that I totally wrecked uh, was a RAV4. And that was the slowest piece of crap car. I couldn't handle it after having like a manual transmission that I, that I like in a light Honda Civic. And then to switch to the RAV4 that had a tiny engine and was way heavier. And then uh, I sold that and got another Honda Civic. <laughs> Good choice. You're, you're, you're a Japanese guy. I like Hondas. They, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am 40 miles away from 100,000 miles on my car. Every time I get in it, I'm like making sure that I haven't gone over 100,000 miles because I want to see if I can capture it on video. Uh, my first car was a Ford Escort manual, 500 bucks. <laughs> And uh, it, it was a piece of shit. I, I used it to deliver pizzas and such. And then... Uh, that is a piece I, of delivery car. Right up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Does it just always smell it. of pizza? Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. awesome. I wasn't, like, bits like, if, I, if I didn't clean it out, the back, like, right behind me was just full of the top of, like, pizza-related <laughs> boxes. Because <laughs> I would just eat there, so it's just like, and gone. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that car ended up in a river, though. What? <laughs> oh, did you did you think it was sub sub sub? sub uh, oh, I've heard the story. Or... Yeah. yeah, yeah, I told you that story. The river came to me. We had to buy a like a rail bridge, oh. but instead of the rail bridge going over the road, the road went down underneath the rail and had uh, filled up with water, and I didn't know it. I smashed <laughs> water, stopped the car. A huge wave goes over the car, starts to fill up with water. That must be fun. Yeah, no, I had to abandon ship, get out on top, and and just wait. Sail it down like with a paddle, like sailing right. your boat. Right, yeah. Did a news crew end, come and end. film you, so you always remember? Nah, Hicks just kept driving by in their big trucks, going. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice people where I grew up. Yeah, that that ended that car, um, and then my next car was a a '95 Mustang. 5.0 V8. I drove that until uh, I didn't. I didn't really have a lot of experience taking care of car engines, so eventually, how old? It, it died of overheating. Huh? How old uh, were you? Not the car. How old was I? I was 18, I believe. Uh, so V8 when you're 18 is just crazy, much. It's American V8, so it's not. Oh particular. yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucked around uh, way more than I should have with a car like that. I mean, I had a car that could go like over 160 miles an hour. So that was, um, yeah. I did some stupid stuff with that car. Lots of spin outs and donuts and other stupid shit. You go try the whip. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um yeah. And then beyond that I've I've just gone from like piece of shit to piece of shit because I don't care anymore. I drive a, a car that's like it's almost two hundred and fifty thousand miles that I paid nine hundred bucks for, but runs like a dream. I've had it for a few years and it's just not never gonna die. It doesn't. It doesn't even feel like it's two hundred fifty thousand miles at all. What brand? I don't really want to share that. Okay, that's fine. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I mean, my, awkward. My Volvo's on one hundred and fifty thousand, I think, and it's 
Yeah, slightly. My first car uh, was at 195 when I bought it, and um, I love that car. I'm so sad I crashed it because I would probably still be driving it today if I hadn't crashed it. Uh, they only asked the first car, you guys. Just like long. I know, but listen, I'm I'm like my I'm. Jed did like I should have been like. Thought I had to contribute. <laughs> I, I I didn't tell you guys about three different Beatles. I mean, do you know all about them? Where I it's the same car. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. It's it's moving on. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> Sorry, Goo. I know. I didn't want to talk about it. I upset you. What? No, you didn't. Uh, Melby. Right. You, okay. Your turn. So, says from from Gerald. It says hi. I recently Hi. listened to one of Total Biscuit's Q&As where he mentioned that his largest viewer demographic is the 25 to 34 bracket and the influence this has on his channel. So I was wondering, what is your largest demographic and does it influence your channel and your content anyway? Thank you. From Gerald. It doesn't say content. This is Kanint. Well, I added <laughs> I felt that well, but now you've got it. Made him look like a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking fool, Gerald. I just spoke content. I, I'm content. trying to help you out, Gerald. <laughs> yeah. Don't you know how to say content? <laughs> no, I don't, apparently. You fucking fool. Keen. Asshole, Gerald. Um, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure what my demographic is, but I know that if I was smart, I would pay more attention to it. If I was more business savy, I would pay a lot more attention to it. And then YouTube like, just tells you what it is. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. I don't read it. I don't look just at it all the time. Log in and look at it right now. Okay, I, I don't think it makes a huge difference to be honest. Anyway, because uh, uh, who knows how truthful that is? I mean, we know YouTube are like for being, you know, random at the best of times. Then who puts in their real names half the time? Real ages. Uh, yeah, I mean, when I talked to YouTube, they said this is their best guess. So yeah. sometimes this, uh, sometimes what a user has actually said that their name, that their age or gender is, and then if they get enough cues that it's not correct, internally they'll switch it, and that's this is the average of all that data. Um, oh, apparently, mine is you, eighteen to twenty-four in most of them. Where do you get that at? Uh, that? You go to analytics on your creator studio and then demographics. I have 9% male and 9.7% female. Really? That's quite low. Female, uh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I got 14% female. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I have 30%. I've, <laughs> well, I'm then. not surprised by that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so 37% are 18 to 24 and 30% are 25 to 34. So it's... And, 10% or 13 to 10 or 13 to 17. I, it's um, it's 24 like, to 34, isn't it? I, I think, I think, yeah, like, you know, if I was a business savvy, I would look at that and be like, I should, I should try and gear my con towards that, but I don't because I, I'm stubborn. I do whatever I want. And, what I want. Uh, so I just, well, I don't pay attention. I mean, do you want to build content for the demographic that have has found your channel or do you want to build your demo, your graphic around the content you want to create. I mean, I that's want to the, do whatever I, the fuck I want to see do. exactly. And <laughs> so that's, I think more to the point, do you want to build a demographic about the one that is slightly larger? And if you've got 20% that's 24 to 28, then that's still only a fifth of the people that watch, but no, it doesn't affect anything. I do. So, you know, it, but people, Amy a lot of people do that. And, it, and like, you know, like PewDiePie plays his demographic, I think, and that plays really well for him. Uh, yeah, but he's probably got one demographic that's huge. Stumpy Longhead plays his demographic very well. Yeah, that works to him his advantage and stuff like that. And he, again, he's probably got one one 
group that's huge. So it's yeah, I haven't got one that like stands out but more for me. Um, I'm more it? surprised that you have only nine percent female viewership. Yeah, don't like me. They can't handle how sexy I am. <laughs> they don't like the gun show. Yeah, I want to actually. I want to start making my content for the 1.1 percent of 65 plus people I have. So, so that's what was funny to me is uh, on my old channel when I first started YouTube in 2008. Um, my demographics were a 50-50 male and female, and B on the male side. There was, you know, the normal, like, 13 to 17, 18 to 24, and then it went down, except there was a noticeable larger percentage of 55 to 64 males that would watch me when I was, like, 18 and starting YouTube <laughs> and had a vlog-only channel. <laughs> oh, you, wow. You're the, the chat, the entrapment. And it was like, wow! Like, I remember the first time I saw that, I just died laughing. And there was just, like, nothing I could do about it. Oh, I seem to be quite yeah. popular with the, with the, this, this technically put the, technically put this, um, the slightly older lady. <laughs> yeah. The, the over 40. <laughs> She's fine. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, the the, my, my, the uh, female curve for me is a lot more kind of across all ages than the male board. It's only 18, 24 females for me, apart from like a tiny little 25 to 50. Interesting. <laughs> okay, moving on. I hate crackheads. I see a lot of people who game on YouTube and talk about what brand of graphics card they use, headphones, or even what kind of mouse they use. But one thing I never hear YouTubers talk about is their desks. So my question is, what desk do you guys use? This is from <laughs> Boombox Gamer. Ikea. Put it together. Ikea. 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 Actually, funny enough, mine's like... <laughs> my, um, my desktop is... <laughs> Uh, what type of lamp do you use? Because I think it's broken, yeah. Badge. Uh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> it's because my monitor went off. Yeah, this thing is tiny. I it's, it's like, he lights his room with his monitor. Uh, yeah, well, it's because it's got dark since we've been doing this so long. Um, my my worktop, my my um, desktop is an IKEA one I got from a was it Bargain Corner? I call it. So yeah. it's not from IKEA. Yeah, it's IKEA. It's like secondhand a, IKEA. I, I went. No, to it's, it's like, like a discontinued yeah. product. Black yeah. market IKEA. <laughs> it's like a really good top. It's it's what two and a half meters long. Is it the Gallant? It's, 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 it's two millipedes long. What the hell? Did you buy insects? Yeah, well, big solid thick wood things. Um, it's probably yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, pick the, you pick the base and you pick the legs. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's one with like a metal strip around the edge of it. Do you guys both know the it's same like, black like, market like, corner guy? Yeah, he's he's quite. <laughs> yeah, man, we all get our dodgy dodgy <laughs> desks. From, uh, Minecraft desks all come from the dodgy black market guy who hangs outside of IKEA. You should make a, a content deal with IKEA for the Minecraft desk. Oh God, I wish we could. Please well, sponsor okay, me, IKEA. Was, I did have a desk when I was in Cardiff. There was a desk that was just in the house because we just moved in. There was like a big desk. <laughs> it just that came. Was, that was great. I could have fit like I probably could have fit like four monitors on that thing, like just along it. And that was that thing was awesome. This thing I can just about fit two. I always like the corner desks, but I couldn't find one that I like, so I just bought two desks and made them their own corner desks. Do you know what brand? 
No, I, I don't. I got it at Alpha Zico. You broke the IKEA thing. Dang. No, no, it's not IKEA. That I'm just not even an IKEA. I've never been in an IKEA. I don't know what an IKEA indoors. Oh my looks. gosh! I should take you to the really? one. Never been to an IKEA. You have to use it. There's no IKEA near me. Actually, robots. I mean, I, I remember when I was in Boston and wanted to go to IKEA. We had to go quite a long way out of town to get to it, and there's, there's oh, not. I don't know what it is. In London, in London, America. yeah, yeah, we Boston, London. And there's one, yeah, yeah, we could go to the one in Burbank when you come to LA. We'll just, I don't, yeah. I mean, it's this yeah, is go, not go, like go. on my bucket list or anything. What? I should do IKEA, yeah, yeah go to IKEA. What if we need I to went, buy something? I went to the one in Stockholm, I was very excited. Places that aren't IKEA, do they sell things other than furniture? You can yeah, order, yes, online. you can order Beatles. food, really, yeah, yeah, yeah they sell, sell food, yeah, nice restaurant, yeah. I don't know they sell this, they have glasses and uh. Plates oh, yeah. and silverware and lights. Oh, I bought I bought a scented candle from there. It's the first thing I ever bought from the new house from IKEA was a scented candle, uh, and I never burned it because we didn't have anything to light it with. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just have it. I just pick it up and smell it now and then and be like, it "Smells really good." So, it's <laughs> funny. I, I get all right here. Yeah. I was doing that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I just, I just, it was, mm, it was like this, like coconut good. thing. I was like, "God, oh, it's so good." I was, I was gonna see if there was one near me, but there's nowhere on their site to even see their locations that I can find easily. So yeah. fuck them. Margarita. Is that Margarita Lime? Margarita Time. Margarita Yankee time. Candle. Margarita Time. Margarita, it's backwards for me. It doesn't read well. Um, yeah, I got. I wanted to get the Gallant uh, desk because the Gallant is the one that's like modular and you could like add a corner and like a thing. Gallant. 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 Whatever. Um, and they don't do that anymore. They discontinued it, and I had to get a stupid bacant. Oh, look! Look in the uh, bargain corner, mate. I they I did, and they they you only had the the they only had left dodgy. they only had left turning ones, and I needed a right turning one. It we wasn't gonna work. Later. Does anyone do? Does anyone like? Do you know anyone out there who has like sponsored desks for like? I'm sure, they happen. De- desks get scary, man. Like they have like those USB desks or oh uh, the ones that standing desks the ones that got a mojang have got buttons on them that you press and they go up and down stand up oh they are sexy i don't need that i don't need yeah. that i, I also want one where i could like write with a like they have ones that are dry erase dry desks yeah we need some desks i do like a glass top on my desks oh i hate glass top. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I have glass top on all my desks i treat i treat ikea desks the way i treat my keyboards I wreck them and then I throw it away and get another one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, this, thing's got, this thing has got all these chips in the side where I've opened bottles on it. Cause yeah, like, this thing has just got all these little like bits not missing on the edges. Yeah. Like <laughs> I got the I got the rectangle that I need. I'm gonna yeah. wreck the shit out of it. It cost me thirty <laughs> bucks. When this one's dead, I'm gonna go get another thirty dollar rectangle. I think I've had this for like four years now. This thing, I think so. One thing I don't like about mine now that I've started doing these unboxing things is that the glass top is not very good for an unboxing surface. Because a glass top is not good for any surface. Get a real desk. He has to wear trousers. Step on a Lego. I'm going to step on the glass top of a desk and it's going to shatter. No problem. Dude, have you ever heard of a tablecloth? I'm going to put a tablecloth on my desk. (laughs) Can you imagine what? Have a picnic later, too? You ever heard of a a glass top yeah. desk and a child, man. What? 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 Yes. What are you talking about? So you are literally murdering that? your child. Like a, <laughs> oh, you're no. just an animal. Our kitchen table is this weird glass, like this thick glass. And then the parts that hold the glass up is like 
this crazy someone made it in an origami class or something like there's all these bars and they come together in a certain way and you pull it and then they're like together and they hold the glass up why won't you get normal tables I don't. I bought this from my drug dealer when I was 16 years old. <laughs> I've Why? Ever since. Stop, stop buying tables from drug dealers. Buy I tables know, from right? IKEA, like any normal person does. <laughs> we all have IKEA, okay? Do you buy drugs from your table? But yeah, uh, buy it from a different so, drug dealer on Craigslist. Well, no. She's been trying to get me to buy a new table since I was 16, yes, and I yes. just haven't. And well, now, now, now you're just hanging on to it because of like bitter stubbornness. He thinks well, she's no, amazing. I, can't, I, can't like, I got that from my drug dealer. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little left of him, okay? We should help you buy a table, good. What? How big do you need it? How many people does it need to sit? Four? Six? Yeah. Can, can, we, can we have like a series? Is this too like personal bike, now? You would want to answer? The table. That'd be great. <sighs> I don't even know where I was going with I'm it. I'm going to ship you a table, and then I'm going to pay for a crew to go come haul away the old table. <laughs> I guess that probably won't work, because... Uh, Look, I'm just saying... We have that other house up there now, too, and I sort of to move it up there and buy another table, but she she hasn't, so... I don't know. I if, this, if I didn't realize my how house, real they would think is. I was crazy. Like, the living room, we don't even have a TV in it, because it's like a... I watch TV... And uh, the couch is just like this shitty futon that she brought. She bought like eight years ago or something. So it's like, why don't you? I mean, like, like Fritz, whatever you were showing all the shit you were gonna buy for your new apartment, you were like picking out this really expensive couch. It's like we got like a forty dollar futon in our living room that doesn't even have a TV. I'm like, I need a rug. I need a couch. It's got to match the lamp that I already own. Yeah, yeah I don't know. We, we're, we don't have that yeah. for some reason. We just like, I don't know. We don't spend our money on interior things at all. All my stuff is utilitarian. It's like, I need to have this rectangle here, and then I need another rectangle over there because I have some game consoles I want to play. I get too stressed whenever things don't look... Like, when I walk in the door and, like, things are put away, I'm like, uh, I would be... Yeah, I like like things in in their place. Yeah. I bought some art in London. I was really excited to put up on my wall. It's still in that plastic bag over there. The, the, the mess I have is everything's in its place. Like, I know where my clothes are. I, I have that going on, too. You live on the so floor. I, can get, I can get my clothes from the floor, because that's the floor. That's a designated floor space for the clothes. I know, like, that's where my clothes will always be. Well, yours is in a frame, at least, Cozy. That's the problem. That's uh, as far as I get. Like, okay. I just have shit like this sitting all around me, and it's never going to go anywhere. This is still in, you can barely tell, but it's still in plastic. Um, <laughs> I haven't put it up on the walls either. What is that? Is that well, the sad of- thing is, I bought it at Minecon in London, <laughs> and I'm about to go back to London for another Minecon, and it's still somewhere. What is it a picture of, Chad? It's a low poly, you know, low poly art. Some, somebody dropped a bunch of brushes on your canvas. You should no, take it back. It's, Has it been tri- computer generated? Low poly. I don't think art. that matches the rest of the decoy. You should probably burn well, it. Well, there's a whole bunch of them, so it's all going to match eventually. It should be brown and white, not color. You have to change the sofas to match the picture now. <laughs> you have to repaint the room to match it. Yeah, if you start adding color everywhere, no one's going to be able to find you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if there's one thing I hate, it's color in all things. Um, uh, almost all things. Almost all things. Badge. Yes. Oh, God. Um, so, this is the way I did that. A lot of people myself and probably all of you included he says um this is Lawrence age often complain about youtube whether it be uh, about good features they've removed bad features they've added broken features or bugs 
If there were a direct competitor to YouTube, in what ways would you like it to differ from YouTube, specifically and generally? And what features would you like to see? Also, what do you think it would take to attract both creators and viewers to such a competitor? P.S. Good duck! Exclamation mark. From the loyal that. sage. Does he mean the the uh, the feathered animal? Good duck! Quick! I don't know. Is, is duck! Good good duck! Oh, God. Duck, uh, duck, duck, duck. Wow, very, Ross. very I enthusiastic. <laughs> I thought you were going to take a nap on the ground when you. <laughs> I think we, we've we've talked about um, Minecraft clones before and how they need to offer something remarkably different to actually drag people away from what they're used to. And I think a YouTube competitor is going to be the same. It's going to have to. It's probably going to have to give um, content creators more of a cut. I would like them to give a shit. Yeah, be able to contact them. (laughs) If they gave a shit, that would be cool. And uh, yeah, that'd be be my main feature. Yeah, the problem is is they also need the audience. Yeah, but if if they gave a shit, a lot of people would move over there. No, I think YouTube cares. I think they're just too big for us to fill it on the same level that you might fill it. Like, I need to feel it in my groin. If I need to feel them caring all over my body. Like, I know a lot of people, this is not the same thing, but I know a lot of people use um, Beam to stream right now in the Minecraft community because MC Pro Hosting is just sucking those dicks of anyone that'll touch them. Um, and so those people, I feel like, are using that service over Twitch only because they feel like that MC Pro Hosting really, really cares about them. Um so I do think that, that you would definitely get people if you suddenly sort of like, we care. But I don't necessarily believe that anyone will care forever. Once they get to a certain size, they'll end up just like Twitch, you know? Yeah. The problem that I've always seen with Beam is that everyone's like, yeah, but but like there's so few people on there that you get featured so quick, like easily. And like people go over and like they'll see you. It's You're like that's not really a great like. Like so future strategy, like like what? I'm gonna use Beam because there's not a lot of people, and then I'm gonna become popular because there's gonna be a lot of people on Beam, but then that won't be the case anymore. The right. early adopters, you know, have an advantage when things do become popular. Uh, but yeah, they're just betting. <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're just betting that Beam's gonna be the one. Right, Is Beam like Hitbox. Yeah, yeah. well, it's it's, it's just on the streaming service. It's it's owned by MC Pro Hosting. Right. I mean, I could like I could run like features that I would love to see in a YouTube competitor are way better playlists. They need to be series, not playlists. You need to be able to subscribe to just a playlist. Um, you need to be able to add a video before it is published. Like a scheduled video needs to be added to a playlist before it goes live and not show up in the playlist as a private video. What but you can do the, that automatically now. Yeah, that that kind of is there. The tagging yeah. thing. Well, you can no. you can auto add videos to playlists now. Right. So it'll automatically add it when it goes live. There's that. Yeah, but you know the thing you're talking about where they said better playlists that you can subscribe to. That was a feature on YouTube. It was called Shows, and you would be and you would able to be able to create a show, and then you could subscribe directly to that show, and then YouTube just didn't support that feature, and now it's kind of gone it's away. Great. It's still there, the show thing. Not really. Like, I still have the ability to add stuff to my shows and stuff, but YouTube doesn't really still support it anymore. And not only that... Yeah, it's not really um, found. 
yeah, all the shows that like all my videos that are in shows, they added some kind of age gating thing whenever they added yeah. YouTube kids and it like jacked up all my videos so that like half of them you can't view unless you say you're 18, even though I've said, I don't know. And I've tried to fix it. It's just, it's just a mess. It's just a mess. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. Best bet playlist shit like that would be. I, I want to be able to see what playlist it's in when you're on the video view where you've got all of your listed videos that are uploaded. Just color. I just wish that when you uploaded a video, there's a way to say this is part of this series. And when yeah. you were on your video page, you could say, show me only the videos in this series. I only want to see those. Like, or show oh. me all that. Like, w there's a playlist option, but once you're in the playlist, you can't. You have to click the video, then click edit. Like, there's no way for me to search my videos by what playlist they're in and then have the same features that the video page has. You want Netflix? I think, I think a lot of, a lot of um, the, the content creator tools that they have were designed for when YouTube was quite small and people were putting when up no one. no one uploaded a video a day. Yeah. Well, you know what's yeah. frustrating is for over a year now, I have been begging them to fix the, the issue where after page 100 on your video list, you cannot go past page 100. I have over 4,000 videos. There's almost a thousand of those I cannot access in any way. I cannot edit the description. I cannot do anything to them because there's no way to get to them in the video manager. After page 100, video manager breaks. If you try to go to page 101, it doesn't work. Can you just do a search? No, because if I search for the word Minecraft, every single video I've ever uploaded goes there because of the tag. So there's no way for me to get my original Minecraft videos up in the search. I've tried. I have tried desperately. Have what I have to do is go through, I have to go through the old playlists. And then when I'm in the old playlist, get the exact title. And then I can search for that one video and get it. But that is the only way. When you're in the video. And whenever you're in the playlist option, you do not get the option to edit videos <laughs> like you do in the video. Manager. That's what I just said. I hate that. <laughs> what, what what happens if you do like oldest to newest to show you your oldest videos first? Let's see. Or, or could you do uploaded between this day and this day? Is so, that an, even a search option? Yeah, it's an advanced search. You, you can edit videos from actually the video. Like from if you go to that video, you can click on the name. And but once again, it's like uploaded date. Like sometimes I'll upload a video and then a week later publish it. It's like uh, the options for sorting are newest, most viewed, public, unlisted, private, draft, claimed, and unclaimed. There is no oldest. Uh, yeah. If you do newest twice, click newest again. Doesn't uh, do anything. No, it, just, no. it refreshes the page. Uh, redoes newest. What would be quite nice is like regex or something on the titles as well. So when you upload it, if you have a specific code in the title, it will see that. So you so you can then because you can You're you can batch by titles. No, but you, you can you can batch do um, like descriptions. So you can do one description for for a, a selected group of videos. But you can't do that with video with video titles if you're numerically numbering them. Yeah. Oh yeah. There, oh yeah. yeah. There was somebody say this is the so keyword, variable. and whenever this keyword is there, upgrade. Like just paste all this information with all these yeah. tags. And like that funny double S thing that you use for the signs for colors, Minecraft, mm. that sort of thing. So you put that and then the number, and then it will assume that that keep that number kind of thing, or double backslash or something like that. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot I've of tiny little features stage. like that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That if, they, if they actually sat down, if they sat down and did an open session with an open dialogue with their creators, yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, we could fix these half the things in the sites within two hours. Yeah, they have to care. Though. Yeah, they have to care. Co-star, final question. 
Right. This is from Babu who asks the crackheads, would you rather shit 10,000 tons of mayonnaise or one ninja star? Thanks for the good work, guys. Mayonnaise. Right, let's just no discussion, Chad. Go. Mayonnaise. Good. I shouldn't be pointing. I don't know where you are. Giving you two million pounds of mayonnaise. No discussion, badge. I'm not discussing it. There's no time. There's no time limit. I'm thinking. I think the star would kill you. Okay, he's gonna think. Badge. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Go. I'll go with mayonnaise. That sounds fun. Okay. Good. Your your answer was mayonnaise. Pretty much doing that. My answer is mayonnaise. Milby. I'm going to refuse to answer on the grounds that these yeah. questions are stupid as hell. Milby abstains. <laughs> Thanks so much for watching the Minecraft podcast. If you want to subscribe, <laughs> go to minecracklp.com slash podcast. There, there's links to iTunes or YouTube or just RSS so you can put it in your podcatcher of your choice. Uh, that's also where you can submit your own questions, just like Babu did. Babu! So much mayonnaise Babu. or one ninja star? Just answer... Can- I mean, just Sorry. submit your own. <laughs> do, do, we, do people still have time to buy tickets for party? Oh, yeah, the party. Yes, if they would like to join us in London, they can do that. Party. Have we decided on a cutoff for T-shirts yet? Uh, it will be very soon. Tomorrow. So okay. buy all your tickets um, today. No, cut off on the arms. <laughs> kidding. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the T-shirt cutoff will probably be this weekend, in all honesty, though. I like uh, nobody's answer. Get a confirmation. Yeah, when's the, Minecraft tank, when the Minecraft tank talk's coming out? With the cutoff <laughs> Oh, I thought the cutoff, the cutoff for the T-shirts was going to be the arms. Yeah. So you well, we, we know that the women don't like that now. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I got the, I'm going after the guys now. The appreciate guys' bodies more than anyone is other people who work on their bodies. So that's, that's the new demo. Gun fanatics. Gun, gun fanatics. Fanatic. There you go. I'm going after the gun fanatics. Milby's <laughs> next series will be live from the gym. <laughs> Thanks for watching the podcast. See you next week. Who says penis? This gets me mad every single time. (laughs) Thank God.